0: Goodness, it's been quite a year. I think for a lot of sexual abuse survivors, we have all been triggered in various ways with the media and politics and conversations. People are having harder conversations, I think, with family and friends than they ever have. Maybe that's not true, but it feels like it for me. Oh, totally. I think it's been just a heavy atmosphere and especially if you have any sexual trauma in your life, conversations can come up unexpectedly and trigger you and your whole rest of the day can just be kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And now entering into the holiday season, typically the holiday se- season has been a hard time for sexual abuse survivors in general. But now adding these types of conversations in with family members, maybe you never see once once a year or even those who could be coming face to face with their abuser, going home to a place where your abuse happened. Um, these are all major triggers and, and make it very hard to get through the holidays. So um, I've been getting so many emails and just comments on social media of survivors saying this is just becoming a hard time for them. Yeah. And they have a lot of anxiety and fears and just needing help navigating. What does that look like? How do I care for myself? What are the best decisions to make this year for me? Also just a lot of people asking for prayer, to be honest with you, just Pray for me as I'm entering this or that or making this decision or talking to this person or I'm gonna see this person. I'm really anxious. I think a lot of survivors are just kind of shut down right now. Oh yeah. It's just been a lot. So I just thought today, let's just talk about that and and see, you know, what does it look like for us this year? You, Mary, for me, um, for our friends and just to have a conversation about having experienced abuse and growing up and going through this healing journey. And, you know, it's a lifelong journey and it's step by step. And right now, a lot of us are at a crawl and that's okay. But what are the things that we can do now? What are the tactics or just the self-care, self-protective choices that we're gonna make? What are the things that we can do today um, to put ourselves first? And like, <laughs>
1: You're <funny>. people
0: say, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Tell me what you're what trying to say. What is it like the, like Chris, they say, like, who's on your list? Don't they say that? Like, who's on your list or what's on your list or something like that? Yeah. Okay. I, th- I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, I'm just thinking, like, are you on your list? Am I on my list? That's a good point. You know, I think that. In this season of life, I need to make sure that I'm on my list. I need to make sure I'm at the top of my list. I
1: agree because who goes on the back burner? First and foremost, it's always us. Mm -hmm. We just throw ourselves back there because we look around and we're trying to fix. We're trying to help. Mm -hmm. We're trying to just make sure everything's okay. Yeah. And we're not even worried about the person in the mirror, which is the most important person.
0: Exactly, And I think we you and I both are the people, the person in our own families that are taking care of everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. And for many other survivors, that's what we've always done. Mm-hmm. We take care of everybody else first. And during the holidays, it's no different. Consider this. Give yourself permission to do what's best for you. So what if you made different decisions this year? And we've talked about this on our past holiday survival podcast, but... What would it look like to not do things the same way this year that you did last year? Because last year sucked, (laughs) you know, or to turn down, you know, a certain event that you always go to with your family because, you know, someone's going to be there that you don't want to see. It's okay not to go. Or you decide to bring a friend to it this year that isn't a part of your family, but has your back, helps you feel safe and comfortable. And maybe your family doesn't like them, but that's okay. You do. And if you're going to go, they're going to come with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I recently had a friend of mine told me that last holiday season, her housemates were, they were all throwing a party, Mm -hmm. a holiday party, and she went along with it for a while, but she really didn't want to because, you know, we don't want to be around people sometimes. And she was at a place in her healing where she just didn't want to be around people. And it felt overwhelming to her. She said, I know I'm at my worst when I'm letting other people tell me who I am. I'm at my best when I'm encouraging and showing gratitude. And she said that last holiday season, she was in full self-care mode and small talk with people that she didn't know or, you know, that you and I don't know. This is the same for us. Or people, you know, you don't see very often. Just the surfacey stuff. Like,
1: Oh, yeah. Ugh.
0: that's raining. It is. It's straight from hell. (laughs) It's like, it's the worst. I don't want to it be in is. that. I literally feel like when I'm in those conversations, I'm my body is and my head's nodding and I have the fakest smile ever, but I am not even there. I'm and my so soul is being out. sucked out of my body. Like out of your ear holes, something oh. is sucking the life out of you. It's horrible.
1: It is. And it's just, you know, you go through those times where eh, I can take one for the team. I can do it. I can go to the event or right. I can go to the family gathering or whatever. And then there are other times that it's like, no, it's not good for. <laughs> (laughs) any human if I go in there and try to do the small talk thing.
0: Exactly. So why do we put ourselves through that? Well, I
1: think for so long, I know for me personally, I just wanted everybody else to be okay because yeah. I thought, as long as everyone's happy, then somehow mm. that can transform into my heart and make me happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't ruffle any feathers, make sure everybody's needs are met.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, obligation, obligation, obligation. Yeah. And you're on the back burner. You can do that for yeah. a really long time. And then you come to a place like I have where I'm done with the obligation, mm-hmm. I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm drained. And I realized that no matter how happy everybody else is, their happiness doesn't automatically transfer to me. Mm -hmm. I have to find my own happiness. And that means saying no. And that means not going to stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So my friend that I was talking about, she said that, you know, even though it was going to be a room full of people that, you know, many of them she really loved, but there was going to be a lot of people that she didn't even know. Yeah. um, It felt like too much that year. Yeah. It felt like the worst thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, At the last minute, she decided she was going to go stay at a hotel two miles away from their house. I love it. She brought a string of Christmas lights (laughs) and laid in bed and watched Christmas movies alone. I love it. I know. It reminds me of you. Because this is the stuff you're like, I wish I could do that. And you can. You got to give yourself. You just have to invite me. I'll invite you. (laughs) Whatever. You can say no to me. I'll just just, be mad. It's so
1: important, though, that you have to give yourself permission to do this stuff as crazy and as outlandish as it seems
0: Do it. Dream big. Make it happen. Do it for you. She said it was one of the best Christmases of her life. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I know. I give her mad props for that because, I mean, that takes a lot of guts to be able to say that to your friends who you live with. But they were understanding of her needs that year, and that was fine. They still had their party, and she had her own party. Well, and those who love you will Mm. truly give
1: your space and understand and not ask the tough questions. And for those who flip out or asking the tough questions or why not, or why this or that they're probably not someone you want in your inner circle.
0: That's so good. So a big part of it is understanding that we can't control how others are going to act. We can't control what they're going to say, but what we can control is how we act, how we react to what they say, how we're responding, what we're saying back to them. Um, Maybe even how we slip out of the conversations. So knowing that you have a choice and having a choice is a really powerful thing. Mm -hmm. So giving yourself permission to speak up on behalf of yourself. And sometimes I think self-care, especially during the holidays, looks like basically loving yourself or even loving your inner child. What would you wanna do for her or him, the inner child that's within you, the one that was being abused even? How would you rescue that little girl or little boy in that situation? What would you tell them that they could do? What would you give them permission to do this holiday season. And that I think is a good way to really focus in and hone in on what self-care would look like for you today.
1: One thing that I think was very therapeutic for me um, was to have just like a veg day where it's Mm -hmm. jammies, junk Mm -hmm. food, trashy TV. And I just knew I couldn't do life that day. I couldn't go to work. I didn't want to be around people. And there's always that little voice in the back of my head going, nope, you got to show up. People are depending on you. People are expecting this of you. And I just told it, no, I just looked that fear in the face and said, no way. And I took the day off. Mm -hmm. I'd sat on the couch the majority of the day and did absolutely nothing. Mm. And I felt Amazing. I felt empowered. I felt incredible. And then that propelled me to be able to do the next day where I could go back to work, where I could function, where I could talk to people. It's like those mini vacations that you have to allow yourself to have to then be able to do the next day.
0: Mm. It makes me think of how we need to turn our negative thoughts and negative energy into a counter thought, basically. So you're telling yourself, "Well, I have to do this." Yeah. Why? You know, I because I've created that. Mm-hmm. So to be able to this holiday season, even be able to say, "Well, there isn't anything I have to do." Right. There's no shoulds here. What has helped me in those scenarios is I've realized, as
1: going through counseling, I've created this. You have to dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you have to go to work because someone has to do your job. Yeah. You have to go to this gathering because Aunt Susie is counting on you. When you're able to step back and look at the big picture of things, you realize work mm-hmm. goes on. Mm-hmm. The company doesn't crumble because I'm not there. Yeah. Aunt Susie's going to be OK. Mm-hmm. They're still going to do the fun Christmas game they do every year that I run. It'll work out. You have to realize that. It's something I've been telling my brother recently that you're not as important as you think you are. Mm -hmm. And I mean that in a really good way, meaning life still goes on. Everyone's not like laser focused on what are they doing? Why aren't they there? Why did they say this? Or why did they pull out of going to that gathering? You're not on everyone's radar as much as you think you are. And that gives you some permission to breathe and step back and, oh, so Mm -hmm. I can let
0: myself off the hook. Yeah, that's very freeing. Yeah. Yeah. To realize that the world actually does not revolve around you. Which and, is awesome. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. you can step back and have a time, have mm-hmm. a day. Part of my self-care right now is literally giving myself timeouts on the toilet. I fake. Okay. Wow. We just <laughs> took a left turn right there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I fake bathroom breaks. You I what? I fake bathroom breaks. Oh, because, you fake them. Yeah. Okay. Because I want to go lock myself in the bathroom just for a few minutes and just breathe and sit and sit. And I need quiet time. Well,
1: three kids at home. That's a big part of it. Yeah. That is a
0: big part of it. But... But it is similar to that, like in real life, big life ways. Yeah. You have to say, okay, I need a day off. If I don't take this day off, I may actually be in the hospital the next day.
1: Right. Yeah. I won't be at work the rest of the week because I can't function. Yeah. 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 And that's a reality. It's I'm not mm -hmm. saying that in a joking way. You come to a breaking point where I'm either going to go down that fork in the road or Mm -hmm. that one. And if I don't choose these little steps to make me okay and make me good, reaching out to a counselor, doing this other self-care. Yeah. I'm not gonna be functioning in life in the day-to-day anymore.
0: Paying attention to your own body, listening to yourself. What Mm -hmm. are your needs? Yeah, to get through this. Gratitude's a big one. Obviously, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. And I think one really good act I've heard about recently was being able to sit down and write it out. I think it's very therapeutic for one to write out, what are you grateful for? Big things, small things, whatever it is, taking the time to really sit down and write that out so that the negative thoughts and the anxieties and the pressures don't become the biggest things. Mm-hmm. But then also, not just being grateful, but being appreciative of yourself. So I heard about writing yourself a thank you note. And that seems so silly and dumb. Wow. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But it's kind of like weird. <laughs> well, that's it. I picture myself sitting down and doing that. And it f- would feel super awkward. But I would love to tell like you to do that, Mary. I think mm-hmm. that would be really good for you. You know, thank yourself, express express Mm self-appreciation, acknowledge that this has been a really, really hard year for yourself Mm -hmm. and give yourself some props for what you've done to overcome that. I mean, you've made a huge difference in a lot of people's lives. You have people very close to you that are going through incredibly Mm -hmm. hard things and, you know, you haven't shared too much about it, but I mean, it's been super hard and, and you are the strength of your family. And so yeah. to be able to literally sit down and and thank yourself, thank you for, you know, not giving up. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, myself, you know, for, <laughs> yeah. for being resilient. And though I have my own struggles that I can I can help other people, thank you for doing it one step at a time and in mm-hmm. reminding yourself, you know, that you're so strong and, um, Even when you feel like you can't get out of bed that you still have. Well, and it's
1: that's such a good um, exercise, because I think Mm -hmm. if we could look in the mirror and see the negative thoughts that we have transformed and kind of onto our face when it comes to Mm. wounds or a black eye or a scratch or the way that our thoughts could truly impact our bodies. If it could come on the outside of us, I want to be able to look in the mirror and see someone beautiful and smiling and clear because that's how I would want to treat someone else. So Mm. I always go back to, you know, people sharing how, well, you should give yourself the advice that you give to other people. (laughs) And I think doing the thank you note is
0: exactly that, that in a weird kind is of way. True. Yeah, it is in a weird kind of way. And I think we both are are good at giving advice, yeah. but we don't often listen to it, right? But it just reminding yourself of all those positive traits that are in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I, I struggle a lot with being super vulnerable, especially like in close relationships. And when I'm the most vulnerable is when I'm expressing how I really, really feel. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, we don't do that back to ourselves right? in a positive way, because I will, I guess, unload my fears or something like that, but then you don't ever take it back in. And I think mm. it would be super vulnerable to be able to say to yourself in writing or in the mirror, like you said, um, and just be really, really vulnerable, but taking the positive vulnerable. yeah. So I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but like for me to be super vulnerable to me looks like, getting out the negatives so that i can take back in the positives right from somebody else but what if you did that for yourself oh yeah you know yeah and you didn't have to have someone else tell you
1: absolutely if you could
0: tell yourself and then you don't have to put the other people through that oh gosh
1: that would be nice (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah you saying that because you're the recipient of my vulnerability No. But truly, I I want to do this this Thanksgiving. I've never done that before to be able to write a thank you note to myself. And I think that would be something that we could all really do.
1: Absolutely.
0: One of the biggest problems, I think, when it comes to holidays and surviving and why does it feel crazy for us is that there's no real routine. Mm. I think that's a hard one for me.
1: The unknown. Yeah, well, and with so many family members involved and one year this person hosts and then the in-laws yes. and then it's just a lot of moving parts and then kids thrown in the mix. Uh-huh. It kind of makes things feel a little crazy and it puts me on edge because yeah. the way I'm wired, mm-hmm. I don't always handle the change and stuff very well.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. And I think expectations are, are a big thing for me and I read a quote from William Shakespeare recently and it said, expectation is the root of all heartache. And oh. so being able to maybe drop expectation so that you can roll with things easier or setting yourself up for knowing what probably is coming, you know, and being realistic about what to expect, right? Can maybe help through that time and, and relieve a little bit of the anxieties. So it seems to me that one of the best ways to take care of yourself during this emotionally trying time is to kind of give up expectations. Give up the expectation of the perfect tree, the perfect meal, the perfect family. Yeah, perfect gifts even. Just (laughs) all around perfection we give it up and we learn what is best for us and not trying to people please all the time and, and make it perfect for everybody else. I found in my life that I always, for some reason, have to learn things the hard way because I'm
1: so stubborn. And I have been in a season of. I D
0: G A F. Yes. (laughs) But someone asked recently,
1: what would be your word of the year? And I was like, I don't know. The only word I could come up with was broken. I am so broken because two very close people to me have been going through the toughest season of life. Mm -hmm. And I'm very involved on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. And because of that catalyst in my life, it has given me an attitude of I don't care anymore. The stuff that used to make me cringe and used to make me want to control more and stress out and freak out. I could give a rip about anymore yeah. because I can't care because my energy is so tied up in other things. But I say all of that because it's been a good thing Yeah, where you come to a place where you have that shift in your perspective, where this stupid stuff that sucks the life out of me doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. So that family gathering that I may or may not go to, you just start to get that flow about you that it doesn't matter And you just become this warrior of like, yeah, I'm going to speak up for myself, or I'm not going to show up, or I'm going to bail at the last Mm -hmm. minute, or I'm going to go to that gathering. And I wasn't
0: even invited because I'm going to do what I want to do because I don't care anymore. Yeah, (laughs) no. And then that's really freeing. And I think it takes practice to get there. It
1: does, because there are still times that I don't even totally believe that I'm allowed to do X, Y, or Z, mm -hmm. but I force myself to do it. And then I look back and. That was a pretty gutsy move, but I'm glad I did it. And then each time it gets easier and easier. And then that's your second nature.
0: Yeah. Cause you see that it's okay. Yeah. It it goes okay. And I used to be the same way of just the people pleasing and and just trying to do it all. And eventually it was just so tiring and exhausting that I was like, I'm just going to try this. What happens if I say I'm not going? Yeah. I mean, what happens if I I just say I want to do it a little differently or I I only want to pop in or. I'm not going if that one person's there or whatever. Yep. Um, just practicing it and then seeing it it's totally fine. And if it's not fine, it's not my problem. Right. <laughs> you know, if it's not fine for them, then that's something they've got to deal with. And it's it's taken a backbone, mm-hmm. you know, it 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 really has. It wasn't easy, but it's gotten easier. And I'm so glad to hear you say that because, (sighs) yeah, when you can literally just sit down and feel good about the fact that you said no, or you stood up for yourself, you Mm -hmm. found your voice to say, I matter. My emotions matter. My family matters. My tomorrow matters Mm -hmm. more than making you happy for this moment. And in reality, they often don't even care. You know, they don't and they want your health more than anything. And if they don't, then again, that's their problem and they shouldn't be in your circle anyway. So absolutely. This is the Christmas of IDGAF.
1: (laughs) And I'm not kidding. I need like a sign (laughs) hanging in my house with that on it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't get me one, by the (laughs) way. (laughs) No, you'll get fired.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So for me, it's very similar to that of just um, not people pleasing, asking for what I need not caring sometimes making new traditions Mm -hmm. finding gratitude in small things little moments we already talked about giving myself timeouts (laughs) in the bathroom (laughs) toilet timeouts (laughs) and just getting myself grounded we talked on another recent podcast about bubble baths that's a big one for me Mm -hmm. um and just like bean bags and movies and sweatpants, <laughs> get yeah. your nails done and calling people out on passive aggressiveness. This is a big mm. one for me. Whoa, we just the, whoo, I know
1: you just went there. I know, but
0: that <laughs> has to be listed because I can't handle that anymore. So there's just getting that. old, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 you got to call that stuff out. Yes.
1: But and that's the other thing too is it's. Your delivery that Mm, matters because you can call that stuff out in a loving, caring way and just say, hey, like, I love you. I don't want to do this anymore because it's not healthy. It's super Mm. dysfunctional. And I'm getting older and I don't have time for that. So let's have a constructive conversation and work through it Mm. and move on.
0: Yep. Life's easier. Yeah. Yep. And on the flip side. The conversations that people are having very aggressively and very openly, again, about maybe politics oh, or yeah. things that are happening in the media um, that we don't want to talk about, mm-hmm. I can choose to walk out and Absolutely. that's okay too. Right.
1: And that's their problem. <laughs> yeah. If they have an issue yes. with it, I repeat, <laughs> it's their
0: problem, not yours. That's so good. I guess the conclusion of this <laughs> podcast is We're self-care. So professional. Yes. <laughs> Self-care and survival for the holidays for survivors of sexual abuse looks like what makes you feel like a badass? Yes. What is it? What makes you feel like a badass? What makes you feel like you're on top of the world? You're in control of your life. You're good, you know? And it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. But that you're the one that's owning that. Mm. We just need to think about that. We just need to consider that. Like, what can I do in this situation that makes me feel in control? Yeah. And safe.
1: Running everything through that filter. Yeah. Everything just that quick. And then slowly again, the more you're walking that Mm. out and I am first, I am first. And that's not in a bad, like selfish way. But as trauma survivors, we have to do this to get through life. It's a requirement. It's not an option. Mm.
0: So remember to practice self-care by doing the things that relax you, that calm you, that make you feel safe. Surround yourself with people that you know, have your best interests at heart and can hear hard things. And if they're not there and you're in places where you feel like you need them, don't be afraid to reach out. Also know your limits and establish boundaries in advance with your family or friends that you're spending time with. I mean, it's okay to let them know that you have boundaries or you have needs. And maybe even consider planning escape if you need it in advance, right? Totally or how you're going to excuse yourself from a conversation, just prepare it in advance in your mind, what it would look like, just so that if it happens, you're there. And I think
1: without trying to cause anxiety, because I know my brain can sometimes do this, Mm. it's just a safety feature to just kind of walk through and go, okay, if Uncle Jim brings up, politics again and it gets heated like it did last time i am prepared to say and i actually will say this stuff out loud Mm. to kind of get myself like amped up if Mm. i need to go there Mm. to just kind of practice it and see what it even feels like and then when you're in that moment it could just fly out and Okay, and then you walk (laughs) out of the room. It's okay to do like a little bit of practice if you're pretty sure X, Y, or Z scenario is gonna happen and I have to have the tools ready to pull out Mm. and attack the situation. Well, and that's
0: part of the expectation too. I mean, Mm -hmm. if Uncle Jim's done that in the past, he's probably gonna do it again. Yeah. So go ahead and expect him to be who he is, who he's always proved himself to be. Uh And now you prepare yourself for how you'll react to that in a positive, healthy way for yourself.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And if you think you're gonna be alone for the holidays, know, make sure you're finding healthy ways to occupy your time. Give of yourself, you know, volunteering this time of year is so important, not only for you, but for your community and for the nonprofits who are relying on huge hearts, like the ones that survivors have. So take time to think about that. And I also had read something the other day. It's called the HALT principle. The HALT
1: principle. Mm
0: -hmm. H-A-L-T. Don't allow yourself to get too... H, hungry, A, angry, L, lonely, or T, tired.
1: Ooh, that's Don't allow good. yourself. So
0: pay attention to that. Halt. If you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, be really intentional about helping yourself get past that because that can be a root of many problems Yes, hunger for mary especially (laughs) makes a lot of sense i turned into
1: a monster yeah
0: if she's hungry she then gets angry (laughs) lonely and tired so all of it we've got to really tackle it at the (laughs) age
1: okay Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We love you so much. We're thinking of you. You can do it. And probably the biggest piece of advice is don't be afraid to reach out if you need help this holiday season.
0: Definitely. And eat as many mashed potatoes as you can. Yes. (laughs)